Welcome everyone to the Stogie Mania podcast, episode number six. I'm your boy Savage Steve. Joining me at the table tonight, we got Bang Bang Pete, aka Matt Amaral. What's up, everybody? And Mr. E himself, Edson Cabral. What's going on? Is that the name we're going with, Mr. E? That's what you're gonna get <laughs> every week. If you don't, if you don't like it, leave. I'm just kidding. <laughs> every week, and of changes. course, the one and only, the creator, Sean Lopes. What's going on? Uh, I have the uh, the pleasure of sitting behind the desk today. You're not going to hear my voice much. Uh, I'm going to be doing the live production of this podcast because it is about, what is it called, Rebellion? Yes. Yes. Impact presents Rebellion. Yes. Yeah, so I, I wasn't there and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. And uh, you may hear some noises like some clicks of a lighter and, uh, and the heater because we are out in the garage, a.k.a. the Cigar Lounge, a.k.a. the Stogie Mania studio and um we're battling what is it like zero degrees with the wind chill yeah something around yeah so we're just trying to keep warm while we enjoy these cigars what are you guys smoking guys we are smoking jose el piedra sorry if i pronounced that wrong but uh our buddy here bang bang pete matt amaral went uh to montreal to watch raw and picked these up for us they are cuban cigars and uh they're small but they're smoking really nicely i like it I'm the only one here who's not smoking out of that box because I've already have. I'm. You should have just had one anyways. As our, as our friend Jeffrey Cole from Shooting the Indi- Indies uh, says, uh, a fucking Bravos. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm smoking. I'm on a budget today. <laughs> We're all on budgets. Anyways, let's get this thing started. Uh, so, like Sean said, we will be talking about uh, Impact's uh, pay-per-view. We're coming off the heels of it just this past Sunday, May 28th, Rebellion, which was held at the Rebel Complex in Toronto. Uh, hell of a show. Myself and uh, Matt were there in attendance, and um, we enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, so let's get this ball rolling, guys. Um, for me, um, I... J- just want to ask you guys the highs and lows what do you think uh the whole show for me personally i've been to rebellion to rebel to watch um slammiversary last year and i enjoyed the heck out of that and uh this year they didn't they didn't um they didn't it was great i mean there's nothing bad i could say about the entire show other than my back was killing me and i stood the whole time um good times though um highs and lows for me though uh the high point of that show uh was the gail kim uh tessa blanchard um, passing the torch kind of deal it, it's, it, it felt like Although she came out of retirement just to wrestle Tessa um, But uh, it, w- it was a good time My low point um, I think the Jordan Grace match And, uh, and uh, Taya Valkyrie was, wasn't, uh, It could have been a little better There was a few botches in my opinion um, I think it could have I, w- I really wanted uh, uh, Jordan to come over uh, I mean come on top But it, it didn't work out that way Guys, what do you think? Highs and lows of that show. Hold on. Can I just... You wanted Jordan to come over and then come on top? That's right. <laughs> That's exactly I, what I said. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but right. at times like this, I am going to chime in. That a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. What, you Listen, want her over or on top? I, I don't... Want, I want or her both. Uh, both. Yeah. Both. You are married, right? Yes, I am. Happily, very happily. Does she listen to the no, podcast? she doesn't. <laughs> and I didn't imply it that way, guys. Relax. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Uh, my highs of the show... It was properly booked, so each match like it was like a level. So it started off hot, 
then they brought up the crowd down a little bit then they kept match after match getting the crowd into it and it was properly booked and it was a great show and uh the lows i think it was like what steve said the women's match the title match it could have been a little bit better they could have been a little bit longer they could have gone they could have she put the belt on jordan but i thought the match was dull and it was kept dragging on dragging on dragging on they should have had some interference they should have done you know trying to get someone to to help Taya, like they should put Johnny Bravo to try to screw over Jordan Grace. But overall, it was an excellent show, and it was my first Impact show to go to since they switched the names to Impact, and I was very happy with the results of the show. That's well, it. Um, for the most part, I agree with you guys. I thought right now it's the pay-per-view of the year. If anyone hasn't seen it, go back and see it for sure. Um my highs, well, there was a lot of highs, but the high, how can we not talk about that main event? That main event, what we're going to talk about it, I'm sure, shortly, but, man, ma- also match of the year candidate. I thought their first match at homecoming was match of the year, but then this one, you know, LAX, Pentagon, Phoenix, wow, just uh, brought the, rock the house down. Um, lows, I don't think that women's match was, the championship match was good. It wasn't the low part for me. I thought it told a good story. And um, so for me, as long as you can come across like that, it's never going to be a bad match, I don't think. Um, The, uh, what was her name? Scarlett. uh, Bordero. Bordero. I can't pronounce her last name. Thank you. Bordo. Bordo. Yeah, Bordo. Thank you. Scarlett Bordo. Yeah. Hot as fuck but you know what i'm sorry that's my f-bomb but uh we're, we're allowed one at one one yeah, a show each. right I, i'm overdue right it's yeah. my like third yeah. fourth time on here but uh i thought that was a filler and it was a complete waste of time uh, i thought because at that time to the six-man scramble match or uh something else right so for me that was the lowest part of the night that's cool man can i, I mean, just uh say something very quickly um, I mentioned uh, in a prior episode to a podcast that it had to live up to Slammiversary at Rebel oh, last year. And, absolutely. And did it or didn't Oh, it? heck, dude. I'm telling you I'm right now, that main event, just the main event alone, how they main evented tag. This is this is what I'm, I'm so happy about is they're making this big deal about tag teams uh, not being able, well, the Bucks are anyways, uh, not being able to main event a pay-per-view. And they main evented tag team match. Although there was a stipulation, a full it wasn't just a tag team match. It was the, the the full metal mayhem match. But at the end of the day, it was a tag match. And that being said, dude, they tore the house down. I knew I knew going into it that was a match I wanted. To lo- I was looking forward to, but I didn't expect what I saw. I like, agree. It, I th- it, I, if you haven't watched it, I recommend you watch it. At least that match. I think you're gonna come away from watching that peer review thinking it was better than Slammiversary. Better and than I, Slammiversary. And I didn't think it was that was possible. And I, I tried. I tried starting the chant better than WrestleMania, but no one wanted to follow with me. <laughs> so I I got Jimmy Jacobs to say it once or twice, but that was it. <laughs> anyways, let's move along with that. Um, guys, favorite spot of the night. There was a lot of stuff going on Ooh, the whole show, man. but I want you to just pick one. You're not getting two or three. It's one I'm asking you. My favorite spot of the night was the Spanish fly Ray Phoenix did to Ortiz, Ortiz. and he landed on his head. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the match, but he took a mean bump. I mean, it looked fantastic. I loved every second of it, but I was like literally four feet away of watching that half because at this point, like I said, I was standing, but I was just standing in the crowd. 
Like they didn't give a shit, honest to God. Like we, I, I walked all the way to the barricades and I was watching that fight, that, that match. It was great, and you just heard thump. Like, dude, he he broke that fall with his head, and he I, he got up and wrestled the rest of the match. So, Matt, what do you think your spot of the night was? Uh, my spot of the night was during the North and the Moose match versus the Rascals, when Ethan Page, uh, all legal Ethan Page threw one of the guys through the st- like off the stage and to the floor. That was my spot of the night because that got the huge pop and. Plus, right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. plus hometown talent, and it was it was a crazy spot. Um, you know what? I I'm gonna go for Spanish Fly for Spanish Fly, and I think the Spanish Fly that Johnny Morrison did to Brian Cage from the apron. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the apron. It was off the stage. Off the stage yeah. to the apron. I wasn't seeing that. Make coming. a little correction. Right. Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact. What did I say? Johnny, whatever Johnny his Morris. name is. Yeah, Johnny, who cares? <laughs> Johnny Timbits. I will. I was initially say the same spot, but I was okay. I'm gonna try a little different. But um, that one stuck out. I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. For the sake of this podcast, he's Johnny Stogie. There Johnny you go. Stogie. Johnny Stogie. Listen, no, Johnny John, Timbits, man. No, Destiny. he's Johnny Stogie. That's it. We're calling him Johnny Stogie. Johnny Anyways, Stogie. so Johnny Stogie giving the Spanish fly to, to. Um, Brian Cage was your was your spot, is what you're saying. Yeah, you do realize Brian Cage uh, suffered his injury in that in that spot. I spoke to him already. He was that spot. We that did was it? the spot. He when he landed, he landed on his back, and his back, his right leg caught on fire apparently, and just went numb. So that's why. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, he suffered some severe, some some serious. That's why if you watch the rest of that match, um, his his power bomb through the table, he didn't even hold him. Johnny basically fell back. Even his yeah. even his finisher, yeah, the, the finisher the was so claw, soft. The yeah. drill claw was so soft and so like he couldn't he couldn't lift them. Yeah. I don't know how how I'm not going to spoil it. We'll talk about that in in, uh, in a little while yeah. because it's one of the things I want to talk about as well. Um, as for that, uh, what did you guys think of the production of the show? Uh, I believe, um, like they said, it was at anniversary last year. This year, it, it was a little. Um, there was a lot more lights. To be honest with you, Sean, uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Um, I saw both photos and some clips of both the broadcast and both like fan cams. Um, I just want to say Rebel is probably one of the greatest venues to host something of that scale at, like a smaller scale uh, wrestling show. I mean, I've never sat at the booths. I can imagine sitting at a like a nightclub booth and trying to watch a show is kind of shitty, but. I mean, sitting at the stage for Slammiversary was fantastic. The lighting on television, especially with the the red and black theme, it really popped in in the photos and in the clips that I've seen. I'm I'm totally pleased with that. Yeah, I, same, same here. Um, like I said, uh, I'm not much of a fan of a color red, but that red popped in that whole place, man. The way they had that set up was just spot on. Um, the only issue I did have at the beginning for the production sh- of the show was at the beginning of the show, the sound, you wouldn't know that watching it on television, the sound was crapping out. So when um, Petey Williams comes out to his, to his, um, his entrance, entrance yeah. the old Canada was not playing. It wasn't playing fully. It was playing little bit. And then they eventually adjusted it towards just before he got into the ring. So all the crowd were like, oh, maybe he wants us to sing O Canada with him. So everybody starts singing O Canada in, in sync. But it wasn't that because I, I spoke to Jamie Jacobs after. I was like, do you guys get the sound figured out? He's like, yeah, thank God. So, yeah. <laughs> audio um, issues at the beginning of the pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean, I mean a simple it sound happens, check. Shit right? happens, right? But yeah. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't uh, damper the pay-per-view at all, though, for my opinion. Tonight, you know. No, no. Uh, Matt, what do you think about the production? It was... 
done properly and it was good the lighting was good the smoke shows was good and minus just because the beginning of the show with the audio but that happens sometimes you know shit happens but overall it was well done the lighting was good and the sound was good and those videos were good and they had those uh the title matches they had a title on the on the screen that said x division title tag team yeah, championship that was sick. Yeah. that was sick yeah, so, i have yeah. i have pictures of that for the that was i took pictures so it was pretty dope show yeah. yeah every time it went. um highest terms of production value i think you saw the broadcast yeah, yeah. you I saw, saw the broadcast you saw it on, saw it on, on tv or laptop yeah. or whatever okay yeah, i saw it on what do you think and i watched um, it the day after you know what i've watched homecoming and i've watched bog those are the last two pay-per-views they've had yeah. right and that was definitely the highest quality yeah. they've had out of the two the lighting in the arena was blown away i actually like the upper level the balcony it looked like they had people if I remember the old ecw arena and people were just chilling, laying on yeah, the balcony the, up the there. Ba- the balconies were only VIP only. Well, so, yeah, but so those people, I could see them. That's yeah, what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, you could that, see them. You could yeah. see them okay. all the way up there, right, right? Right, right? So that's how good the lighting was. And then it had a decent-sized screen. Like When the title matches were on, they didn't just tell you it was a championship match. They showed you the belt. And it was like... Another thing is uh, they make use of the tight space for the stage. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. with the way they have their screens and and they did something that they didn't do at Slammiversary where they had the truss with the um, with the moving head robotic lights. Right. 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 That's right. what right. I was talking about. The and, lights were fantastic. And you know I what? And and that's just a simple thing that dare I say WWE, you know, hasn't used truss for like an for an, a stage in God knows how long, you know what I mean? Early 2000s? Yeah, but it's something it's so good and it gives another dynamic for the lighting. That, that, you know what I mean? That's where I'm comparing it to last year's anniversary to this year's to this year's uh, rebellion. It was a, it was a landslide basically. Without mm-hmm. just those lights alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they had they basically had the same stage set up. You remember last year, right, Sean? Yep. You were there. So the same stage set up, like the 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 the, the aisle way the, the, to walk into the ring, the the TVs or the Titantrons, whatever you want to call it, behind. They had the lights up in into like the circle all the way up, like the Rebellion. They used they dude, they utilized every part of Rebellion Nightclub basically with their lights and their way, uh, the LCD way. I get like with their logo and whatnot. Um, the only thing, like I said, that bothered me was that it was all in red. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't in red, I would have been honky-dory. But, I think but it looked great. I Don't get me wrong. I think that was the theme, though, because uh, did you guys watch Homecoming? Yes. Homecoming was all orangey, dark, brown to represent that Nashville feel, right? Yeah. We're back in the arena. So we're in Canada now, so it's all red and white. The whole anniversary was gold. So yeah. it's like an anniversary. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. And I thought they wanted to nail that Canadian yeah. theme, so it was all red and white all around. And then all those LED lights that uh, that they have at the at the Rebel Complex are, are something special, especially for yeah. television. Oh, yeah, dude. And uh, I was sitting on the stage, and I was standing on top of the bleachers trying to take photos. And man, those lights were hot! Like it was like it felt like I was in a tanning bed. Shit, <laughs> that's why your neck's a little red. Yeah. So let's uh, let's red move neck. it along here. We're doing really well, I believe. Um, so uh, I want to ask you guys storylines and any controversy for the pay per view. Uh, the storylines for me were I I I follow Impact. Um, I watch it every week over the other product because I enjoy it more. Their storylines are spot on, man. The vignettes that they cut maybe like look low budget or whatnot, like smaller things. But at the end of the day, for me, like it's it sells. It tells the story, and like the whole Tessa and and Gail Kim thing was great. The the the, the Jordan Grace and Taya, like if you saw that last thing yet, where they're in the gym and they're beating up each other, and then Jordan holds her up by the throat and whatever hits her with the weight, dude. I just I loved it. So for me, the storyline. Up to every match, like every major match, anyways, like the title matches, the storyline was great, 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 all throughout. Uh, controversy for me, 
Um, of course, that stupid schmuck. What do you, what do you call that ref? Bravo, Johnny, Johnny Bravo? Bravo. So he gets into the ring again, and I'm, I'm going, oh, no, don't tell me this is going to go this way again. In my opinion, I was like, come on, man. Are you serious? Scott Armstrong gimmick. Are you serious? This guy's going to ruin this match. Like, the match is going good. And you could tell at this point Johnny or, um, Brian, Cage. Brian Cage is injured. I'm like, come on. They're not going to do this. Are they doing it to him again? And and then at the end of the day, no, he got powerbombed. And, and let me tell you uh, how great for me uh, Lance Storm. That dude doesn't miss a spot, man. He's amazing. You can, dude. He's still nimble as ever. Obviously, he still trains and stuff. And that I think that was a really good highlight of that match. Great time. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, I think they put Bravo in there that spot because they needed Lance Storm. They wanted people. People wanted to see that super kick one one more time. So that's why they took out they took out Lance Storm earlier in the match. They're like, oh, I gotta find a dirty way to win. So they wanted a heel win. And then Lance Storm comes back in the ring, sees Bravo with a ref shirt. Boom! Super kick, and then there you go. You got the pop. Um, the only thing I have with that match was I saw on the on TV. Um, the commentating didn't support the story of what they were trying to tell in the ring. Kind of did, kind of didn't. Like there was one point where uh, Johnny, so Lance Storm's counting up to like eight, nine, ten. Then Johnny Impact goes into the ring, then comes back out to break up the count. But then Don Callis says, "Oh, look at Lance Storm. He doesn't want. He wants a clear win. He's not going to count them out." And Lance Storm didn't do none of that. It's almost like he botched that a little bit. Yeah, right? to cover it up. Yeah. So like it was. I looked like the story I was originally was supposed to be like with Kurt Angle. One time was referee. He gets a nine. Then he says, "Screw it. I'm not counting any of you guys out. No, you guys are going to wrestle this." They, they did. They did that. And Brian Cage stopped them from counting. If you paid attention. No, no. Like that was the outside after the Spanish fly right, incidents. Right, 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 right. So Johnny Impact slides underneath the ring. Yeah. Comes back out yeah. and. Uh, who's the other announcer? Not Don Callis. Um, Josh, Josh, Matthews. Josh, Josh Matthews. Thank you. He said, "Oh, look, Johnny Impact broke the count." But then Lance Storm, then Don Callis said, "No, Lance Storm decided not to count them out. He wants to let them fight." So there was a kind of little hiccup there, and there, it was a couple of those throughout that match and throughout the night. That was my biggest like gripe about the pay per view was that some of the story that the wrestlers were telling in the ring didn't coordinate what the announcers were saying. I, I to honestly, you. To, to Cup, like just little things. That's just crazy, but go ahead, Matt. Sorry. Uh, like usually production notes. So I guess maybe they changed something on the fly and then they didn't I just tell the announcers. They forgot. They probably forgot the spots or just the production notes either, didn't match the story of the match. Yeah. To elaborate on that, it's either that or they. Brian Cage got injured, as yeah, we said. Probably that could have been what called was an audible. Call, yeah. yeah, they had to call an audible. Um, but at the end of the day, my opinion, man, Don Callis as a, as an announcer is amazing. I agree, dude. He's great. Josh Matthews, now, Josh get Matthews out. is not as at his level, but it, I mean, if he does it more and more with him, he's gonna get a lot better. Go ahead. I mean, I mean listening to, to Callis call New Japan. Oh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And he used to no, call Monday Night Raw with Kevin Kelly back Don in the day. Callis carries that broadcasting team right now. They need to get rid of Josh Matthews and find somebody else. Yeah, it'll be a while before they do something like that. All I right, think. bring along. back Taz. Moving along, boys. Yeah. Now I'm asking you, this guys. Match of the night. Not matches. Match of the night, please. I'm asking for one match. Which was your match of the night? For me, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the with the main event, obviously. The uh um LAX versus Lucha Brothers. Uh, I'm a huge Lucha Brothers Tag fan. Tag team wrestling can man. And it match. was it was a great but from Bell to Bell, man, I, I enjoyed the entire thing. I, I'm not knocking any other matches. Nope. Any other matches. The entire pay per view I believe from Bell to Bell was amazing. Agreed. Uh, like I said, better than WrestleMania. Oh, 100%. Um, but for me, that was that was the match of the night. Uh, Matt? Uh, when, you, when you guys both said better than WrestleMania, I think Rebellion was 
three hours better than that 7.5 hours, but WrestleMania still had its moments. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And I, I watched Rebellion on so far on Instagram, and it's better than WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're what, shots fired. Nah, it's three to one. Somebody buddy. call nine one one. So what's your match of the night there, buddy? Match of the night, I gotta say, Sammy Callahan versus uh, Rich Swan, and that match made me. That was my first time seeing Sammy Callahan in person, and I just became a an OVE fan and a Sammy Callahan fan just because of that match. I'm now a Sammy Callahan mark. That's awesome because that I've, I've, awesome. I've we've seen him several Shout times. Shout out to Sean, Sammy Callahan. Sean and, I, Sean and I have seen him several times on, on occasion. Um, Destiny's brought him in, I think, at least three or four times. He's a hell of a worker. Yeah, he's, yeah. And he's a hell of a guy, man. Dude, he's he a can, really good yeah, guy. Really and he used nice to work guy. for uh, Smash Wrestling too. Really he's been nice guy. And, but man, he he sells. Like he he knows how to sell. He's a worker. He's like it, a dude. worker. I love it. That's in you. You he's guys named the two my two favorite matches of that night, man. So I don't want to repeat and just go. No, no, no. Your match of the okay, night. Okay, my match of the night. Um, it's hard not to top that main event. Like, I'm tossed between the two matches. I was going to say either one of those two. But if I'm going to pick one, that main event was unreal, incredible. But no, don't, you, no, don't get me wrong. I've never seen so many pile drivers before in a match. Sam McCallum pile drive, like, uh, Rich, Swan. Uh, Rich Swan, like, three different times. One onto a steel railing. And then one off the top rope onto Lego. Like, geez, they were all like stiff. They all look great. Rich Swan sold them all. Man. But yeah, I'm going to give the nod to all LAX. Yeah, and the Lucha Brothers. Hope, I hope, Phoenix, you're all right, buddy. I'm going to take a word out of Conan's book. That's tremendous. He, loves, <laughs> he says that all the time on his podcast. Um, moving on, guys. A big thing happened at the end of the, um, the championship match. Um, one of our own Canadian boy, Big Mike Algen, shows up. I mean, I, I wasn't informed or had any idea that he had signed with Impact. I knew he had left New Japan Pro Wrestling. He, he had mentioned that on his Instagrams and all of his, uh, all of his platforms. But I did not know that he had signed with Impact. Uh, people, uh, in, we have our own chats, like I've mentioned, and they were um, stating that he had announced that. And I went back and I looked, and he never announced that to nobody. I don't think, I, I never saw it anywhere that he had signed with Impact. I knew he left New Japan. But I didn't know he had signed anywhere, and him coming out and he's already, dude. He's putting, he's putting, like, he's calling out Brian Cage already, dude. Power bombed the shit out of him. I mean, poor Brian Cage was already injured and he took that bump. So, go ahead, Edson. Uh, Don Callis said when he debuted, he was absent from New Japan for eight weeks. Nobody knew where he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were. So saying. that's the storyline. He took a hiatus. I just want to add to, um, in one of the past podcasts, uh, uh, after the ritual show. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the president of oh, that's oh, right. I, I said that's that right. Too. We said oh, yes. My, you yes, did. We, we both said it. Good call. So what, what Sean is saying, guys, is that at the end of the ritual, and when everyone's packing up, uh, I think it was Don Callis or Scott Demore. I think it was Scott Demore who came no, out for Alexander. One. No, no, no. I, no. I when I when I was I approached. I no, appro- no, no. You approached the president of Anthem. Don Callis. No, it wasn't no, Don Callis. No, it, was the, it was the president, president of oh, Anthem. Jeez, okay. So he I, is the president. I hope of you didn't Anthem. say anything wrong. Uh, no, you're, no. You're he said me, why? Ha- you're I, telling I was right me, beside you're it. telling me I have bigger balls than I know. Um, <laughs> he, so, you straight out said, "Why haven't you? I was standing right next yeah, to him?" And said, I'm like, "Why haven't you signed this guy?" I, and said, I was saying, "Yo, this guy's big talent, big I, Mike. You guys need to get this guy." I went and up to him and said, "Match of the night." And I looked at him right in the eye and said, "Why haven't you signed this guy?" That's exactly what he said. 
And I word for away. word. And maybe he was already uh, on that boat when yes. you had said yeah, that. He was, on the, Mike, ra- he was on the radar. Yeah, Big Mike said he thanked me personally. He said, yeah, right guy to say in front of two. And then he, like, he, I, was, I didn't know who he was. And I'm like, why haven't you signed the guy yet? And I thought it was Don Callis, Scott Demore, one of those no, two guys. No, no. I was higher. Yeah, it was great. because I remember saying hi to the guy. And he's on, like I told you the story, he was on his bike. He was riding the air bike for Christ's sake in a suit. Go ahead, Matt. What do you got to say? And I just want to say, the, if, if I don't know if you guys know, but the head office of Impact Wrestling is in Ottawa, Ontario. Yeah, that I knew. That I knew. Oh, we're very well aware of that. Anthem. Yeah. Anthem. Anthem, not Impact. I'm a new Anthem. Impact guy again. So, <laughs> so that, that, was, that was a great Welcome thing for me. Welcome to the me. club, Matt. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to kind of go a little curvy now because um, these last two uh, points for Rebellion was Matt and I were there. So we got to um, the pleasure. I had the pleasure to meet Tully Blanchard in person. That must um, have been awesome. It was man. a great thing. Like, honest to God, I was walking to my... I, I went to go get, I think, a drink for my daughter, and I came back, and he's sitting there talking to... What is his name? Can you uh, say his Ronnie name? Gaff. Ronnie Gaff. And he's sitting there talking to him and someone else, um, and I look... I had to double look. I'm like... It was the grandfather. Uh, yeah, the grandfather. So I'm looking. I'm like, holy shit, that's Tully Blanchard. Like, legitimate. And I look him in the eye, and I had to double look. I'm like... It's a pleasure to meet you, Tully Blanchard. And like, kind of like I was like kind of flabbergasted. I didn't know or not. I wasn't sure, but I was sure a you're, little. You're like doubting yourself. Yeah, you yeah. Must I'm be looking like, at this guy. This I'm guy like, doesn't know who, who I am. am. And I'm like, I'm like, it was a pleasure to meet you. He's like, likewise. And he's like, enjoy the show. So, um, it was great. Um, Matt, you also got a little encounter with him. Um, right. That's right. Go ahead. You want to tell your story? Um, I didn't even notice until you came up to me. He's like, hey, look over there. There's uh there's uh Tully Blanchard. And I'm like, I looked over, I'm like, no effing way. So then uh, I went to use the restroom, the little the little boy's room. And then I walked out, you know, I washed my hands and stuff. <laughs> I hope so. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. And then, uh, and then um, I went to... Shook hand with shit yeah. on it. Jesus no, Christ. No, no, did you, no, no. Did you wipe? Yeah, no, 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 no. And then, and then I went to see my buddy Ronnie Gaff because he used to drive us in around the Indies in Ontario, right? He's like, oh, I'll drive any all you boys. You just got paid for my meal. So I'm like, no problem. So he drove us to Sudbury, drove us to North Bay. You even, you, I think you even, I was behind you and you even told him that you're going to run a show in Brampton. Yeah, right? yeah. And I said, because he lives in Brampton. And then I saw Tolly. I'm like, hey, man, nice to meet you. And then I uh, looked at him, and I threw the, the horseman symbol at him. And he's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was it was pretty surreal. Um, growing up, I was watching, um, on, I used to have the classics on demand. So when I was training with the, at Square Circle, instead of going clubbing, instead of going partying every Friday night with the boys, I would stay home and watch NWA wrestling. And then I started training, started doing, when because I'm five foot five, so when I was in the ring with a smaller guy or guy similar to my size, I started doing the slingshot suplex because I was an NWA guy and I was watching Magnum TA, I was watching Tolly Blanchard, Ollie Anderson, the Horseman, because I grew up as a Horseman. Yeah, it was it was yeah. super surreal to see that. And then during, uh, if you've watched the pay per view, he he eventually sits ringside, and so does Robert Irvine. Sorry, yeah. I forgot to mention Robert Irvine was also there, Gail Kim's husband. Yeah, and yeah. he was like I another another chef. Chef Irvine, sorry. Yeah. He was just sitting around, dude, like no one's business. Didn't like he had like we saw saying him hi to building. everybody. Yeah. He was very, very polite, which was great, man. Like it was cool. Uh, another point of the show that was pretty surreal for me was Jimmy Jacobs. He watched the whole show in the crowd. He literally stood next to me the entire show. He was starting the chants. He was trying That's to get badass. the crowd into it. That's dude, starting I was standing next to him. People, Chops, Weber, and Brendan were on the stage with my kids and my sister and Phil and they're all standing there and Brandon looks to me he goes he goes Steve and I go what man he's like he's like dude Jimmy Jacobs is standing right behind you I'm like yeah he's been there all show you 
effing Mark. And then they started I, a Jimmy Jacobs I mean, chant. I, sh- I shook his hand and I talked to him and I was like, appreciate everything you do. You know what I mean? I said the night, you know, but I didn't. I didn't stop him to take a picture. I probably should have, but I didn't. I didn't mark out. You, I was. I was being pretty polite. You're being Canadian. Yeah, really polite, really yeah. nice. So with the guy. he, but he seemed like a down to earth dude, man. The stories that people tell about him, it didn't. It, like he seemed like a nice guy. Go ahead. And uh, yeah, when I noticed it's Jamie Jacobs too, I walk up to him. So I said, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Shook his hand too. And speak about Jamie Jacobs, he be wrestling tomorrow night, uh, May uh, May May the second at uh, at CWE at nice. the Frank Horner Center. That's right cool. On. And Matt, you're gonna be in attendance, right? Yes. Good, good, good. Um, so check so out now the we're Instagram just, We're going to move on. We're going to buzz through the matches. We've we've mentioned some of the matches already, but I just want to go over who won and lost, basically, uh, real quickly. Um, and, you know, a, a few things that did happen and didn't happen throughout the matches, if we enjoyed it or whatnot. So the first match was a six-way scramble. Um, to Man, there's six guys in there. So Petey Williams, you guys got to help me out yeah, here. Yeah, Petey, Petey Williams, Williams Ace, Austin. Edwards, Ace Austin. Ace Austin. Uh, Jake Christ, cousin Jake, and Aiden Prince. Yeah, that's right. Um, Windsor's own. It was it was a super high flying match. Even with Jake, like Jake, great match. Cousin Jake being in there, the man, was such a powerhouse, yeah. bro. And he, he like he basically started the match and tackled uh, Aiden. I don't I can't remember who he tackled, but anyways, uh, it was a Prince. great match. Um, I think Jake Christ. Yeah. We I, were talking a minute. Great ago. way to open the card. Oh, absolutely, yeah. great dude. way to open the card. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Edson mentioned a really, really good spot. Uh, Edson, you want to take it, take it from here? Uh, yeah. I enjoyed this hell out of the spot, but I mean, it blew my mind. Though. Yeah, it's, it was it was yeah, cool. It blew me. I, I I haven't seen anything like this. So, I think it was Ace Austin going for a fly. He, oh, he's gonna do like a. He was gonna tope. He out was of the a tope ring. out of the ring, and then Jay Christ was on the apron outside. He catches him in midair and does a cutter onto the remaining four superstars that are outside on the floor. Yeah, it was I, pretty. It was pretty nuts. I you know I should have called that for my spot of the night instead of the uh, Spanish fly. Yeah, you should have. You should have. I, I did. I know. I was marking all over that spot because I never see like that was an amazing cutter. Yeah, it was great. It was. I. I. It, it. I put it up there with any of the arcades. It was yeah, great Nora, timing. Great yeah, timing. Yeah, right? man. Like the, they must have practiced that a few times. But Even the fans popped. Oh, dude, hop. we all popped. You, you guys it got out crazy. The, it was one of the pops of the night. Crazy, crazy. It was one of the pops of the night. Um, the next match that moved on was Scarlet Bar. Doe versus uh, Rajit Raju, I think. Yeah, I can't so pronounce his name. Oh, Rohit, I apologize. Raju. 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 We've seen him before. Yeah, Rohit Raju. Yeah, Rohit yeah. Raju. Desi one Hit the, Squad. One of the Desi Hit Squad guys. Um, that match for me, uh, Scarlett Bardot did go over. Um, it was more like, I think they're trying to bring out like the intergender thing. Like they're trying yeah. to make it aware that, you know, a woman can wrestle a man and not get hurt and, and, um, and make it look realistic. In, in other words, for me, um, people are still talking nonsense about the intergender stuff, but you know what I mean? Like we're living in the 2019, like a woman can physically beat up a dude in real life, in my opinion. Just ask Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm exactly. sure she's knocked out enough. Go ahead, Matt. It's the uh, women's revolution. Oh bullshit! <laughs> the real women's revolution, right. I guess. Right? Uh, no, Scarpado impressed me. I just I didn't like the match. That no, was no, the match. Th- it was but yeah. Like her that reverse pile driver move she did. I thought oh, is that her finisher? I can't remember if that was her finisher. The reverse pile driver. She puts yeah, the yeah, that's her finisher. Legs, like yeah, yeah. It's a and small him. cradle, small cradle. Yeah, uh, yeah that's pile yeah. driver. That's one of her finishers. Yeah, but man, she could fly. Seth Rollins used to do it at Ring of Honor. She did yeah. a splash off the top into the in, onto the Desi Hit Squad man. Yeah, like right off the top. She's fearless, bro. If you watch her in like 
AAA and and, and uh, CMLL. She's wrestled there before, I believe. Yeah. She's under um, underutilized. She's super super talented uh, for a woman. No offense to any woman wrestler in the world, but she's very future knockout for a woman. future knockouts champion for sure. Calling it right I now. Think Mark that's what it down. Saving uh, moving along, um, we got to also uh, the next match would be the Rascals, uh, Trey Miguel. Uh, Zachary Wentz and uh, Desmond Xavier versus our boys, the North, Josh Alexander, All Eagle, Ethan Page, and Moose uh, triple tagged up Moose. there. Um, I, I knew, yeah. I knew from the the hop like it was going to be like the Go- David versus Goliath kind of thing. Um, the Rascals did a great job though. They're yeah. such a good high flying team together. Great workers, man. They work great. They're super nice guys. Um, I got the chance to actually uh, pick Trey Miguel's brain at the Greek Town show. Um, a few months ago, which was great. Um, the North and Moose came over on that. Uh, how was uh, how was the North's um, like reaction? Reception, from they, reception. Were, they, they were over. It, it, they, they were, were over, over, dude. Dude, we were chanting "Walking Weapon", weapon as yeah. soon as he yeah. came on. And you hear it on the cast. You can hear yeah. it televised. I really want to see Walking them impact. getting booed in the states and cheered in Canada, almost oh, like our foundation, foundation kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm sure I'd they really. Like I love their name, the North. And they right? have they have yeah. their merchandise on Impact. They got brand new shirts, white and red. So I just watched. Sorry, I, I, I'll let you talk in two seconds. Sorry, no uh, I just I just watched. Um, I've been watching Ethan Page's. Uh, a vlog that he's been doing every week and he just did the backstage impact from Windsor and believe it or not Jimmy Jacobs gave the North the name the North nice that's so nice. but he says if it doesn't get over I didn't name you guys that's what he <laughs> said so yeah sorry that's um, you know off. what impressed me with that match was just how underrated Moose is yeah that's what I was gonna say dude that guy he is bumped six like a champ. foot six 299 pounds he was doing lip ups he drop kicked the, one of the rascals he was on the top rope and he hit him in the head he just connected. Like he's so agile for a guy that big, Absolutely. and I love his spear. The and Joe, no jackhammer needed spear. He does a three sixty after every time oh, he spears absolutely. a guy. Just, yeah. And he was taking his scissors yeah, like a like, champ. But just like his uh, his work ethic is amazing. Yeah. I'm re- I was kind of like, okay, not to knock Mike Elgin, but I really want to say the Moose versus Brian Cage now, like oh, uh, for, for the sure. title. Yeah, that's Come definitely on. on on the horizon. That has to be for sure. Right I mean, I've seen Moose a few times in person now, and I've seen how versatile he is. I've seen him in a cage match against Josh Alexander. I've seen him in a championship match, main eventing Slammiversary. Yeah, yes. And then we've seen how hardcore he can get against Channing Decker. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just a complete That was the first time I saw him wrestle was at against Channing he, Decker. For yeah. me, for his size, he's he's got it all, man. Just He's like another Josh Alexander, in my opinion. He, I can, think he moves, he flips, he can throw you, he can lift like, you. Out of all the other athletes to come across to cross over to wrestling by far to me he's like my favorite one now or the best one to come across from a different sport to come into wrestling and he wrestles absolutely go ahead Matt on, on a side note uh, I think this was back in 2009 I was at a Border City show I worked uh, the pre-show with Tommy Dream Tommy Dream was also at that event and I think Moose just started his wrestling career and he was also on that card at Windsor and he was trained by I think he was trained by Scott Demore at Can-Am uh, Wrestling. That's our that's, that's our wrestling that's awesome. Wikipedia, our our own AKA Matt Amaral Bang. We might as well call you Russell Bang Bang Banger <laughs> Pete. Uh, moving along, so the Impact Knockouts Championship, I told you guys, I wasn't very content with. Obviously, I was a Jordan. Gra- I'm I'm an underdog kind of person. Right. So Ty Valkyrie versus Jordan Grace. Ty Valkyrie goes over on Jordan Grace. 
No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a great match. Uh, at the end of the day, obviously, it was a little for me. There was a few hiccups in it, and it, it, it kind of like sh- like uh, like uh, Matt said, there was ups and downs in the entire pay per view, kind of like a roller coaster. Um, and that was for me uh, not a, a low point, but just it, it peaked a little bit there. But then they they, they brought it back. I like the think next you match had higher great. expectations. Oh for that yeah, match. much That's higher. That's probably was. Yeah, much higher. You probably was hoping for a better match. Much you know they could pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it should have been just like a a dirty finish. Grab the ropes, like roll, uh, schoolboy, schoolgirl, like a roll up. Grab the ropes, one, two, three, or they have Johnny Bravo interfere in that match and cost Jordan Grace the that, title. That would have made it a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah, but I think they wanted to have her feud with the next person, and I think they're getting ready to push Scarlett Bordeaux against her because she's like. So did you guys watch the Impact? I think Tessa will be the, the next champion. Aftermath, where they had interviews with all the winners. Afterwards? Oh no, I didn't get to watch that. Yeah, so so I'm gonna touch on on, uh, on another match too. Was that but with, with, with Tyler Valkyrie? She's like, women. You think I'm gonna defend this like my husband did night in night out? No, screw you all. I'll defend this. She's kayfabe playing that heel yeah. really good. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Like, That's the thing, though. Brock she's, Lesnar. Brock I never, Lesnar. I never liked her as a face. She was uh, so much better. She's way a better, yeah, dude. If you watch her in Lucha Underground, and and even even in, I think she was AAA or CMLL, whatever the she was. Hey, uh, Hey, the Rangers or whatever it's called. I don't know how to say it. I'm I think it was the AAA because they had a working relationship with yeah. with yeah, AAA. Right. So she was she was their champion there, man, and she was dude. She, if you watch one of her matches, man, she gets all bloody, man. She she's not afraid to throw down. She no. give her, she and give her. she's Canadian. Yeah, from Victoria, BC. I yeah. love it. She trained with uh, she Lance trained with Lance Storm. Lance Storm, yeah. yeah. Lance Storm Academy right alumni. On. Um, so we're moving on to the next match, um, which was match of the night for Banger here. Uh, Rich Swan versus Sammy Callahan. I got nothing bad to say about the entire match. Uh, Swan goes over. Uh, creative standpoint on that match for me, dude. I love that Lego shit, man. <laughs> I like that better than thumbtacks because I was I have, just about to say. I that. have three kids, unlike everybody here. No offense, and I've stepped on Lego in the middle of the night, and that shit hurts. I still have Lego. I still play with Lego. Bro, that What's shit up? hurts. Okay, so for them to take a bump on that Lego, dude, that must have sucked. Matt, what do you think? I think it was an awesome match. They had like the staplers. They added all the chairs. They added the. The cooking, the cooking trays, baseball and they had bat, everything. Baseball bat, the barbed yeah, wire, but they botched the barricade. The stapler fell apart when he uh, went to go stay. I knew there was no. It's because he threw it on the he threw it on the floor yeah, and then broke. Uh, just a quick question for you guys: you guys watched the the show already, and I've only seen the Lego spot from that from that match. But uh, how is Rich Swan in the hardcore environment? Hey, he actually fits he in. sells he really fits good. In, yeah, yeah believe like it or not, he, he was, brings it. He brings there it. There was one part where. Um, Sam McAllen spits in his yeah. face, and then sick. he just takes the spit and licks, licks it. it. Yeah, wow. And then the whole he crowd didn't, didn't he chop yeah. him after that with the yeah. Spit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the whole crowd said, "You sick f, you, you sick, sick f." Yeah, it, was, it was good. It was good. He he can. Like yeah, said, he showed he had, he had a dark side. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, awesome. that match came on after the Taya Valkyrie match. So I, like I said, it went down a little bit, but they put that match on in that part of the segment, and it just skyrocketed right back up. So like I said, I mentioned about those aftermath cliffs. Uh, clips. You guys should watch it because I don't think that feud is over yet. If it oh. is, um, this is going to be the beginning of something new for Sam and Callahan because during his interview, he was the only person they interviewed that lost, and he had his face covered with his jacket. He, he wasn't. He did that after. He did yeah, it after, he did after the, the uh, match, yeah. yeah. Because and, but it, he was because he, was, he took the barbed wire back to his face. Yes, so right. Thinking, but there, there's going to be. He didn't do color. He didn't take color though. There's going to be color. an angle with that. I was trying to get at. He's going to wear a mask or something. His, his face is going to be this more oh, uh, disfigured okay. or something like that because he was hiding his face and he's saying this isn't the end. I wasn't denied my family. I'm going to get back at this company because they don't want me to be on top. 
Could this uh, this end it like the, could the feud peak and and blow off with something that involves barbed wire? Possibility. Barbed wire Poss- rope match. Possibility. I no, think a barbed wire bat match, basically. No, barbed wire. That's how he brought, how he brought ropes. the barbed wire in. Yeah. He had it wrapped on his bat. Yeah, so, that could be a possibility. That's a good but, one. Matt? Yeah, I'm excited. I, I think they're probably going to do a barbed wire rope match. I'd love that. Or I think, of course, you would. Sean. No, He's I think sick. they'll do something sick. with the baseball barbed. I mean, the barbed wire wrapped around a baseball bat, specifically that. So rather be on a pole, on a ladder. And something, something to do with Madman Fulton. Madman right? Fulton will get involved somehow in this storyline. Yeah. He's dude. He's a big dude. He's a beast. He's Huge. a beast, bro. Callahan came out on his shoulders riding yeah. on him, bro. Yeah. It was insane, bro. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy is big, man. Like I mean, Sammy Callahan's not a super small big. We're either. talking like six five at least. They say boy. they say super seven big boy. feet. No, he's not, I don't know. Maybe he could be. I don't know. He could be a seven. He's like six eight, six nine. Yeah, so he's, he's close. close. He's close. He's very to that. close. Like but Diesel. I think it could be even like a feud with factions. Maybe Rich Wands will get a couple of guys and it'll be all Willie Mac, Willie Mac and Yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know Who about knows? that. Because oh, he was he was saying that Sam Cam was uh, my family wasn't allowed to back me up or else he got fired. Yeah. So he was saying that was that the stipulation after, of the yeah, match. But so that's maybe fine. then we bring it in. That's okay. And yeah, then, they want uh, a clean finish. So the yeah. net so we're gonna move it along, guys. Sorry. Um the next match was Gail Kim versus Tessa Blanchard. What wow. a huge, huge vocal point of this show. Uh Gail Kim obviously didn't get the win. Uh, uh, Tessa Blanchard goes over, uh, rightfully so. Uh, m- Sean has said it in a uh, uh, prior podcast. She's literally the best woman talent in the world, bar none. 100% I'm not even going to argue with anybody. No offense to any woman wrestler in the entire existence of pro wrestling, but Tessa Blanchard is the, is literally undeniable. She is the diamond. Dude, she is third amazing. generation superstar. Amazing, bro. If she got any, if if she got any pointers from her father's stepdad and dad, uh, it's in her blood, basically. And her grandfather. Her grandfather was her grandfather, a, her grandfather yeah. was a promoter. Correct. Yeah, yes, she's third so, gen. Yeah. He was, yeah. He, her so, grandpa was the first uh, wrestling promotion in on cable on TV. Cable, yeah, yeah. So for me, like Natty Neidhart's up there too, but man, Tessa yeah. Blanchard's just younger and coming up now. Um, for me at the end they they hugged it out and did the right thing you see you feel like um like gail got passing of the torch it was it was really emotional and great and even tessa started crying for real like you could see her crying Uh, matt what do you think i think that was phenomenal storytelling and because gil kim was the first ever knockout champion she was the original knockout and i want to say we dropped the ball on gil kim because instead of putting her because they put her on superstars and put her on main event against like uh, like no no name girls like Rosa Mendez or whatever her name was, Rosa. Yeah, Go ahead, <laughs> but Josh. I just I just want to say like yeah like Tessa Blanchard like a phenomenal talent is the best. So going off just piggybacking off of what Matt said, um, how WWE dropped the ball on her. Um, this match and the whole passing of the torch thing is realistically the only match that could have actually happened. Because you have a, a talent that's contracted to Impact and somebody who doesn't want a, anything to do with WWE, even she's even come out and said like, if like she will she'll deny like a Hall of Fame invite. Oh, yeah. So this is the ultimate passing of the torch in terms of of uh, the imp, under the Impact umbrella I agree. for Tessa, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I think the storyline because you guys were watching it, the commentary was that 
Like Tessa started pulling out moves that she never used or hasn't used in yep. a long time. That's like right. Yeah, she, she got her. She got, she made Gail Kim tap out to a move that you've rarely. I've never seen Tessa use as a submission hold before. Yep. It was a modified cross face or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. And um, but just afterwards, uh, she hugged her dad. She got, then when she got into the ring, you see her like stand hands, shake hands. But then you can see her break character. And whatever Gail Kim said to her, she started bawling. Yeah. And then you can read the lips because the camera zoomed in. And she's just saying, thank you. I still think you're the best in the world. And Gail's like, no, lady, you are the best in the world. She yeah. started just breaking down crying. It was it was like surreal to, to see that in person, too. Uh, I got I was at, uh, I don't remember the pay-per-view, but when Trish Stratus retired, I was there for that night. Unforgiven. That was, that was great. Was it Unforgiven? Unforgiven. That yeah. was a good time, too. And for, like, Gail Kim from Toronto, man, and she, right. she had that mat, dude, and and she didn't miss a beat, man. No ring rust, guy. I'm telling you, bro. There was one spot they kind of botched a little bit, but that was fine. I mean, nerves probably got to them, right? Yeah, there's so. a botch I think in every match, but nothing too crazy. It reminded me of the WrestleMania 19 Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it reminded me of that match. The whole story, like you're the best. I followed you, and now yeah. I get to finally wrestle my hero. Yeah. I mean, but, like, no, yeah. but Tessa never admitted that. Tessa always no. had that, that grudge against her. Yeah. Kind of. so it was all but this, same this thing with Jericho. Was Jericho, this was about Jericho was the heel, and he's like, it's like I would looked at, I idolized you, and I wanted to be just like you. Just, just to go with what Matt said, it's even if it's not said, you know that that the chances of Tessa looking up to Gail. Oh, absolutely like large. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it's it's definitely like she paved the way. Yeah. And even Tessa said you paved the way and for a generation that wasn't ready for you yet. That's why I think she said quote for quote. And if you go to Gil Kim's Twitter, it says sports entertainer, mostly wrestler. Wow, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. Uh, we're gonna move along there. So we went to the uh, Impact uh, World Championship match, which was. Uh, Johnny Impact, no, sorry, Johnny Stogie. Johnny Stogie. Johnny, Johnny Stogie, Stogie versus the one. We have only, a Stogie for you anytime uh, you want. Mr. GMSI, um, Brian Cage, uh, and with uh, Lance Storm as the special guest referee. Um, Brian Cage obviously went over. He uh, won the title. Super happy for him. I, I, I've I spoken to him uh, on on the side for a long time now. Uh, super nice guy. Um, the only issue with that match for me was he did get injured, as uh, people do know and are aware of. Uh, he suffered a, I'm not sure if it was a stinger or, or something, but what he how he explained to me was he landed on his back and his one of his legs caught on fire and went numb. Basically. Inflammation. Inflammation. So something, yeah. uh, and it was when they did the uh, Spanish fly spot. Um, was that spot necessary? Uh, I think it was. It was. It was. It was a vocal point of the match. Um, At the time, Johnny was getting his ass kicked, so that was yeah. a spot to bring him back into the match. Yeah, absolutely. It, it sold it, well, but I, I felt terribly terrible for him. It, it was nobody's fault. No, no, nobody's just, fault. Absolutely not. It, it happens. Just, it's yeah. wrestling. Uh, you know, um, great, great, great part of the match. Um, I mean, you could see afterwards, though, if you pay attention, how he didn't he, really power bomb him through that table. He kind of like he definitely slowed down. Yeah, he slowed down. Uh, his drill claw finisher was a little slow. Um, normally, he like puts full full impact, uh, impact into that. No pun um, intended. So, uh, um, from the Stogie Mania family, Brian Cage, we we hope uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, bro. And it's uh, the era of Cage. Uh, keep uh, keep rolling, bud. Matt, what do you want to say? I just wanted to say that. That was a good match, but it was like too much, too much stuff outside, too much things to follow, and they could have cut it down and like 
focus more on the wrestling. Be honest, you were you had your you had your eyes on Ty Valkyrie the whole match. <laughs> that is correct. You weren't watching the match. Come on, I was trying to take pictures of Ty the whole oh, time. Man. Oh man, you creeper! Oh. oh, she's a beautiful girl though. Absolutely. Hey, what are you talking about, Matt? Matt's the official Stonemania photographer. Likes, he's got she, it. He's got she, she likes that stuff. Remember, I, it was at Homecoming where uh, there was those fans with Ty Valkyrie came out and. Um, uh, the fans who had the sign said, "Please show us your tits," and she went up to kiss them all, signed the uh, the big oh, really? sign. Every- I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's dude, I that's was like, that's her. And she that's, just loved it. She just ate it up. That's tremendous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tremendous. So uh, we're gonna go down to the last match, which uh, I called it the match of the night. I believe we all uh, we all probably had that. We, we all agree. Which was the Full Metal Mayhem match, LAX versus Lucha Brothers, and uh, man, from bell to bell. That thing went was fire, bro. Like LAX does the tope right off the hop to to the outside. No, they're outside of the ring setting up tables, yeah. and then Lucha Bros tope out right through a set of tables. Boom! That oh. just right away, it man. It was pace. it set the pace of that match, man. The things that they did was fantastic. Um, did I want to see Lucha Brothers win? Yes, uh, they didn't for a good reason. Um, at the end of the match, the whole crew came to the end i the think baby was, faces i think it faces, was their yeah. farewell basically like their thank you for everything yeah you know but have fun at aew basically you I can tell you could feel it it's not official yet but i've seen some dirt sheets and read some stuff i do believe they are aew bound i do yeah, believe they will be exclu- they're exclusive no oh, they're exclusive yeah. they so signed? they have signed yep. yeah so i mean that's 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 a uh, greener pastures for them and they're gonna tear it up wherever they go man it doesn't matter where they go those two guys are fire fire I just got a confession to say. That was my first time seeing the Lucha Brothers wrestle and the LAX first time. Oh, I saw them on TV, but that was my, I was like, wow, well, these Lucha Brothers. First time live, right? Yeah, for Lucha Brothers was the first time I was seeing them work. I'm like, man, these guys are wicked. WWE dropped the ball on those guys, too. Um, I know they tried to sign them, and they didn't. Yeah, they're so. smart. They don't want to be uh, They don't right. wanna be uh, slowed down. They can't, they can't, they can't they wrestle won't. in WWE. Their style of wrestling doesn't fit for the WWE. But Lucha House Party has nothing on them, that's for sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, they come out with, like, piñatas and, and Mexican soccer, like, noisemakers. But yeah. I want piñata, though. <laughs> not lie. What, what I want to get at is how important, at this point, is LAX to a company like Impact? That's the, so like They're loyal. If, if you look at every big promotion, they have the tag team you can say best in the world right now. You look at uh, ROH, they got the Briscoes. You know, AEW now has Pentagon. Or they have the Young Bucks, the Bucks, right? They have the Bucks. Yeah. Now they signed Pentagon and Phoenix there, right? You go to uh, WWE. WWE are got the, the revival best. right now. Is the revival best of all time? Oh, yeah, Arguably, when, the, when they're not shaving the each other's backs. Yeah. Oh, right? Shit. What? Yeah. But, uh, that was a dumb gimmick they did on my, Raw. My, my they're burying them. So, but well, to get back to your question, quick punishment is that without like without uh, the LEX. LEX, sorry, who does in the tag team division? Who do they have? The superstar tag team. There's, I think there are a few with the North soon, but. It's, like LAX is the face of impact. They have the rascals. Can I can I just say yes. that both LAX and OGs are to me at the same level of importance for I agree. For I, I don't I don't even know where the OGs are right now though. They're not even in the storyline. I don't think they're even contracted to impact at this point. But they in terms of what indies. they've done. Oh, yeah. absolutely. They're Heck in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I think they're yeah. working in Mexico but, or Japan uh, right, right now. I, in my opinion, for that that match has set a bar for tag team divisions all across the world, man. Oh, they I agree. they were like I said, bell to bell, nonstop, man. And for them to main event um, was a great, uh, I believe, for Impact was a great move 
for them to do that, Sean. Uh, and just, just another question to you guys. So you guys actually saw it. Um, this Full Metal Mayhem match is is Impact's version of a TLC minus grabbing the the belts, belts. from. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so how does this live up? To that genre, that TLC, if we can, oh, it lives it up. Does it live up to? Yeah. Like, is it up to par? To some of the greats. I, I mean, I mean, uh, yes. If you go back to two thousands, like the first original, like TLCs, the good ones, it's right up there with those ones. Nice. Not these softer ones. It reminded me of the um, ECW TLCC tables, ladders, chairs, and canes. Oh, so, because yeah. anything metal is legal, so thumbtacks has metal, chairs has metal, ladders has metal. So, like they could have. For me, I was I was thought there was a kitchen sink was going to appear because oh, it's yeah. metal, but uh, or I mean, like that's all or lead bring, pipes that was metal, man. Uh, like they have the fork, the forks metal. Yeah, they brought a fork yeah. out. They brought a fork out. It was yeah, cool. that's yeah. awesome. The homicide. Uh, that was a tribute to the homicide. Yeah. Homicide was the original fork, dude. But no, to to live up against that, man, it's up there. It's it's yeah. up there. I nice. mean, dude, the Hardys, uh, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, they tore it up doing their TLC matches, and everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, they broke their backs and for that couple. Um, right? To say to say the least. Um, but uh, dude, they they put on a hell of a show to be there in person even if you watch it on tv i watched rebellion the next day at home because i was i was i watched the entire show but i couldn't concentrate like i said my back was killing me the whole night so i mean i enjoyed the hell out of it but i wanted to see the bits and pieces that i couldn't see because i was on one side of the ring obviously so some of the stuff going on on the other side you don't get to see that right so you hear it and you kind of know what's happening but you don't get to see it they had the best hard camera i think i've seen in a lot of shows their hard camera is facing it's close to the ring but it's facing the stage entrance so one camera yeah. shows you the entrance into the ring, then walking down to the ring, and that's where all the action is. That's yeah. the hard cam. Yeah. To me, that makes sense. Not having it to one side, to me. I think this is a match of the year candidate. Oh, for sure. Well, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely on there. Like, Sean, you need to watch the match, dude. I plan. I plan on watching oh, the whole absolutely. thing. So let me tell you how epic my morning was. I watched Game of Thrones that morning. Then I watched uh, uh, Rebellion. So it was five hours of nothing but awesomeness. You should have watched Rebellion um, first, then stupid well, Game no, of Thrones. No, no, no. Don't ever say that. Anyways, <laughs> we're moving along on that. No uh, spoilers, please. Thank <laughs> God you had a good morning that day. Um, we're just going to start. We're going to shoot the breeze now about uh, some upcoming shows that we will be attending. And... Uh, some upcoming shows that we are been dying, dying, and dying, just, just antsy to watch. Obviously, that being double or nothing. But before that, uh, on May twelfth at the What's Don Qualov Arena uh, in Mississauga, Ontario, Destiny presents Power Slam. Um, so far, so good. They've got three or two matches booked, I believe. I haven't heard anything else, but we do know Decker versus Gangrel in a street fight. Um, which I believe Decker will put on a hell of a show. He's a good friend of ours now, um, and he's looking forward to wrestling Gangrel. Um, I think uh, Josh is going to get Billy because um, after the tag match last time, Billy was in town for Destiny. Uh, he tag teamed with Psycho Mike Rollins, and he was the champ, and he said, next time I come here, I'm going after that. So I think that's what's going to get booked for, for Josh. And I wouldn't mind because Billy can throw down. Oh, hell yeah. Billy's fit. Yeah, yeah. He's huge, eh? And, and now he's got a clear mind, too. I mean, when we saw him, like, then, I mean, you didn't go to that show, No, Steve. I wasn't there. It was me, Dave, and Jay, and, uh, I mean, he was clear then, too, and he could throw down. Oh, he was great. Yeah. He was having a, the, he was having a great time there with us. Which would that be a great um, great show. So, yeah, like, my, uh, I didn't get to say anything. Uh, sorry, go ahead. And for all you uh, local Ontario indie wrestlers, Billy Gunn is doing a seminar before on, on that day before the show, so... That's one of the best guys to learn from. He's a veteran. He's a pro, former Intercontinental Champion, Hall of Famer, and he has lots of knowledge. So it's be worth to attend the uh, seminar with Billy Gunn. Absolutely. So um, I didn't get to mention Hall of Famer, 
Also, AEW, uh, I'm not sure what his Agent. position is. Agent. Agent, Agent producer. Uh, Badass Billy Gunn will be at uh, Destiny Presents Power Slam. And also the uh, the old guy, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, oh. God bless his soul. He's going to have a flag match. He's not match. dead yet. No, no, not yet. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. God bless just, his soul. Well, just, he's not dead. Okay, but just you know wishing what I mean? him a blessing. Yeah, I'm blessing him, dude. Rec- he's, recovery. He's, he's, he's up recovery. there. He's, he's up there in age, man. He just came out of the hospital from that illness. A heart that he surgery. Had he had heart, no, a heart surgery. So I want to see if he still smokes cigars because I know he smokes cigars. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, we got to pull him aside. We gotta uh, him he's going up against, uh, sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, Gersinder Singh for a flag on the pole match. Um, I've seen this multiple times. Desi Hit Squad. So it's going to be probably an Indian flag uh, versus an American flag. In um, Canada, unless in Canada. he does that Mr. Canada gimmick that he came out in WCW with. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, we don't know much about that show yet. It is happening on May 12th, which is a couple weeks from now. We, uh, the Stogie Mania fam, most of us will be there. Yes, Matt. Uh, another uh, Jim Duggan story. He's like, why are these fans booing me in Canada? It's like, dude, you have an American flag. <laughs> <laughs> this was back in uh, WWE days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, another thing coming up uh, for we us. We back in the 80s. Come on. <laughs> another thing that we've been looking forward to. King for, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. For months on end now. Double or Nothing is really coming around the corner. May 25th, as everybody knows. Um, recently... Dustin Reynolds has uh, made his announcement that he's joined the AEW. Uh, he's put the Gold Dust character to um, rest, to, to rest, rest, as he said in uh, his, uh, in, er, not said, but uh, kind of commented. And he will be going up against his brother Cody, which it's called uh, the natural Sean, Dustin Rhodes. Now. If you go back to episode one and listen to it, Sean called that before anybody, I believe, said a thing that it was going to be Dustin. Um, Sean, do you have anything to say about that? Um, that's the match I actually really wanted to see. Um, I think, is is it deserving of a main event spot on, on a show that only one title is being defended and, and it's not an AEW title? Um, honestly, has Goldust ever had his WrestleMania moment? I don't think so, man. Against I Piper. Mean, he's had Against some, Roddy Piper. Yeah, but not, yeah, not but for like a title, though. They had him in lingerie. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I am. I heard that was his idea, though. But I, yeah. I think I think potentially this... I, I wouldn't mind, even, if this is the main event. Um, no, it won't be. We already know the no. Bucks. But his T-shirt uh, say, one last ride. I know, it, but... That could be his run. It could be a run, though. Right? He's going to have a title run, for sure. And then he, we'll put the strap on him before he go. Cody. I Cody's not going to do him wrong. I don't think so. I don't think Cody would do him that way. I think Cody is giving him what he's always wanted is a field to play on. He's <laughs> going to have his own creative uh, control, obviously, um, and he's going to get that chance. And he will. Event- I believe he might be the very first AEW champ. I agree. If not mistaken. I don't think he will be. It'll be nice, but don't get me wrong. Like I'm so torn between this match because like, okay, they're going to give us the best of what they can do. And what I mean by that is I. They got the spotlight, which they would never get in the WWE. So they have the spotlight. They have the freedom to run this program. I really wish Dustin Rhodes was the Goldust character because especially after listening to Cody's promo and how about how overrated the attitude era was and he was going to bury it type of thing. Like, I don't. I feel that's a little lackluster because Goldust, uh, Dustin Rhodes buried Goldust, not Cody. So I would like to have seen something like... Dustin Rose as Goldust, Cody going over top, burying that gimmick, and yeah, then maybe having Dustin come back as a natural. You still don't know if that's going to happen you know or not, man. We got to wait and you see. You can't use Goldust. Goldust is probably WWE. You don't need to use you know Goldust. I, mean? I would like to, though. I think. Oh, that, I understand. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the draw. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Uh, if you watch that promo, he actually put the Goldust mask. 
in a in a, in a, a trunk. Mask. It was a mannequin. Yeah, but he's a mannequin. He put the mannequin with the face paint in a trunk, and he closed the door. So he say close up part of the chapter. Yeah. And if you guys remember Royal Rumble, that's the only time that Dustin, the Gold Dust, or Dustin Rhodes and Cody Rhodes actually worked the spot. And again, I want to say WWE, you dropped the effing ball. Yes, but, you did. Okay, but like so, like to touch that. That's what I'm trying to get at. So you have Cody saying that I'm going to bury the Attitude Era, but. Dustin kind of already did when he put that that gold dust mask. But the attitude down, era is parody. the whole era. That was just the one character. No, but like he's like gold dust is a symbol of the attitude era. He was the guy who made the attitude era. Sean, what do you say? I think there's there's more to um, the story. To not so much, yeah, I guess to the story, but more towards um, that whole bearing of the attitude era. If you really, okay, you got to go back and you got to watch that Hall of Fame speech. Absolutely, you got to watch the digs. That Triple H gave yeah, to yeah. Billy. Yeah, yeah he yeah. called it a pissant company, Absolutely, t-shirt yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then um, if you realize, Cody also says some pissant bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. shots for sure. sure. It's, shots fired back. That whole attitude pew, pew. thing, I don't think is is more towards the, the era itself. I mean. I think he let's, makes let's, some valid points with CM Punk like, absolutely, yeah. on the stage. Let's, let's, and let's stuff. call a spade a spade, though. I think I think Cody was 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 getting Triple H's attention. It's competition yeah. is another war. Yeah. There's a little Tuesday night of a Tuesday night wars. Oh, absolutely! Well, Come on, dude. Like Triple H, October I, I, can't come any sooner. No matter what, hey, that that shit was scripted at H, at Hall of Fame. You can ask any. I've yeah. listened to several podcasts about people being at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Everything that's said is scripted. It's sure. so written. It's written by the writers. Said, the writers write so the storylines. Billy Gunn making that comment, and for him to say, "Oh, you can't fire me now. I don't work for you anymore," and he's like. Triple H is like, yeah, well, Vince will probably just buy that piss. You know what? Like he said, piss at company just so he can fire you. It's just shots That's fired. a load of shit. Okay. Because if you ever, listen, let me, let me just finish this. That's a load of shit. Because if you ever hear the Tony Khan interview that he does with uh, Jericho, I believe I heard it with. Yeah. Tony Khan said he will never sell the company. If it, Even if it doesn't do anything, he won't sell it to a competition. Okay. Tax write But actually, well, there's a loophole to that because he doesn't own it. His dad still does. So it's up to his dad. Anyways, but I'm going to step it. I'm going to take. I'm taking a step back from that whole thing. It's that type of talk has always happened before in hockey playoffs. Their guys are making fun of each other. They're saying shit against each other's skin. It's all fun and games, right? Because at the end, they all were saluting each other. All had, they were taking pictures get together yeah. with DX chops. Yeah. Like there's that one with Vince in the middle and every, all DXs around him. Like it's all fun and games. I think they take shots at us. They took shots at them. Like Jericho said in his podcast, we took the first shot at Vince when we had our Jacksonville thing. We shot off the fireworks type of thing. He made he made that comment. Like, hey, shots fired. Let's go. So it's all fun. I think it's all just promotion. I mean, but at the same time. I think that WWE is showing more of a competition than AEW is. Yeah, they're they think it's a competition. I, I mean, they're trying to. They're trying. How can you compete against something that hasn't even happened yet? But guys like Cena, and, Cena and Flair put them over saying like, it's good for the business. Absolutely. Yeah. All kinds of, everybody's saying this is great for the business. Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, dude, he's the mecca of WWE. He puts over AEW so much. If you listen to his podcast, he's like, this is the best thing that's happened in fucking 20... There's my F-bomb. In 20 years. <laughs> like, and that's how he said it. This is the best thing that's going to happen to the prof- to wrestling to the professional wrestling industry. In the last 20 years. And he's saying years. that in the last 20 years. Sorry. So, I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm on board. Can I just add... I'm all like, in. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm all not all in, in but I, I'll see what happens. But 
even I think the WWE knows this is good for business. Like, I'm going to call that right now. I saw Contracts. the Johnny Moxie uh, video. I think he is heading to AEW for, like, a match or two, whatever, maybe at this all-in, right? But, like, look how he went out. WWE advertised his retirement or his, his him leaving the company. They advertised it. Yeah, but was that so, smart, though? I don't I know. I think it I is. Because I, 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 I think it's smart. Look how many years on, and he put his on, body on the line. Hang on. Like, think about this. He knows who, where he's going to go. People are going to speculate where he's going to go. He probably knows he's going to go to AEW. And here he is. Vince McMahon says, yeah, we're going to announce that you're leaving the company. We're not afraid. We know you're going to go over there. So we're going to tell people that you're leaving and you're probably going to go over there. So go. But also, how many times has he had his final hurrah? Yeah, exactly. And how many shirts were released before the final hurrah? Really? And and and, See, they, and they sold great. I yeah, don't know. That's but like, like that's why I think I think Vince is like here. Don't hide it. We know AEW is coming out here. We're gonna advertise it. I, I in my opinion, I I, I I I've said it today to Sean. I'm gonna wait. I'm not gonna speculate. I'm not gonna listen to no dirt sheet. I'm not gonna watch no video. I mean, Sean's been messaging me all day. No offense, I love you, buddy, but he's counting the the hashes on. The, he's trying to he's trying to read the video, the little vignette that he did, and trying to yeah. you know. Well, which, so was which I. Was so great. was I. It was a it's a riddle. I watched it ten Easter times. Eggs. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out, man. Yeah. I like what everything you said. I'm trying to you know what I mean. I'm like Jesus. I I, I can't tell, and I'm not gonna say yeah he's going to AEW because I don't want to get my hopes up. Because if he does go to AEW, this is what I, this is my opinion. He's going to be John Moxley or John Mox or whatever he wants to be called. It's going to be the best version of him we've ever seen because he's going to have, like they've said, his own creative. He's going to have his own input. At the end of the day, Vince puts his finger on everything that happens in the WWE. No matter if it's you're taking a chair to the head. If you're going to give color or if he's going to take a bump or how big the bump's going to be, it does not matter. What goes through the WWE goes through Vince's fingers. So That's he's going to have that platform. No, Some I'm not wrestlers' saying, own gimmicks not, are pretty dumb. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying creative-wise, it is because not, it, it's, the same, it's the same product that we keep seeing. They keep I, regenerating the same bullshit and... As you know, I'm full of it. I'm done I with it. I agree with Sean it. last week. Sean last week. Sean was so pissed with Bray. What the f are they doing with Bray Wyatt? I think Wyatt, that's dude? a strike of genius, stroke of genius. I think it, it could I mean, have so could much be. potential. It could be. I've but been doing so some research on that, and Taker's involved with uh, that writing. Yeah, oh, really I think, cool. I think there's some there's some genius, stroke of genius. There's something going to happen that game. What's yeah, up, Matt? What's up, Matt? Sorry. I just want to go back to Dean Ambrose thing. The way as Edson was saying. The, the farewells and stuff is the guy put his body on the line like he took stupid bumps and Vince is like thank you for your service we're gonna give you we're gonna announce that you're not gonna resign that we're, we're, we're sorry that we're losing you and pretty much this is what they should have done with Bret Hart back in 97 absolutely and they're now absolutely. trying to make the right the story right yeah and I, think, I agree and I, I think agree. that Mox Mox John Mox will go back to CCW we'll go we'll work at Indies and he wants to like he said impact yeah, he That'd like he be said cool too. Who knows, man? Impact's he wants to work the best of the best, and he wants to do wants to have a chance. He's he's doing a Cody well, thing. Okay, guys, sorry to cut you off. Could you imagine Johnny Mox versus Sammy Callahan? That'd That's gonna be cool. crazy. That'd be hell. I just think bring I, it on. I think Matt laid a perfect point, and they don't want to do the the Montreal screw job. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thing right. again and burn a bridge like they did with Brett. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because sure. at the end of the day, Brett still holds that. Grudge, I think dude. that was the as best. much as he says he doesn't, and it's all water well, under the bridge. Well, the fans of Montreal that. still hold that. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> well, there's a new theory. I hear Earl Hefner can't even ref there anymore. No, like, they'll no. kill him if he shows up. There's a new theory that Brett was in it. 
Yeah, apparently there's a new theory. Ratner's like, oh, watch, I'm not, watch I'm not, that dark side yeah. of the ring or whatever, and you'll find out if there's if on Viceland. Shout out yeah, to Viceland. Shout out to Viceland, guys. Uh, we're gonna keep moving here. There's a, a few more matches that have been booked on that card as well. Pock versus Hangman Page. Um, Is it Matt, booked? Yeah, that's booked. It's that's signed. been booked. It's, it's signed. been signed. The contract's been uh, signed. Our right. our very own. So banger, somebody got a visa. Our very own the banger Bang Bang Pete is doing the full gear challenge as we speak. Uh, if you if you've uh, follow us on the Stogie Mania, uh, follow me on Instagram. On Instagram. Uh, and and Matt's Universe eighty six. He's got. Uh, he's. I've, I've been putting him through the ringer at the gym. There. Uh, he's been Matt doing really well. Watching he's, those vids. He's uh, lost two pounds in about two weeks. He said. So I'm. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, moving along. Uh, Jericho versus Omega. I believe that's going to be a great match. Um, some people think they shouldn't do it already, but um, I think uh, it's going to be first time in another, American soil. Can I come it's going to be another barn burner. See, that's Matt. What did you just say? First time in American soil. Right there. You. We had this argument before. I understand that they've already done it. Yes, it's true, but they did it in New Japan. Number what does two, it matter? It does matter. It's going to be different. We have this, something called the internet. It's We've gonna, all watched that match different. a dozen times. I think it, it's being done too soon, and uh, I think that on American soil, it's worthy of a better build. I, I'm not Fair disagreeing point. with you. But that, at the end of the my day, they want to put butts in the seats. Let's just say it this way, though. Imagine... imagine no matter what, this thing's sold out. People are already anticipating to watch this match. This is going to tear the roof off the house, in my opinion. And this is the second match, which means there's going to be a rubber match, no matter what. And they're going to build the story from there. Best out of five. He, Jericho's come out and said that, um, uh, I believe in one of the podcasts, I think it was the one with Tony Khan uh, and about the, he touched on the, the Lucha Bros on how he wanted uh, to fight each of them individually yep. and he wanted to fight them as a tag alongside Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. So there yeah. you go, man. Like AW it, there's all titles? kinds of things that's going to happen. But that, that, that is cool. Giving me something I saw last year, trying to remake it, isn't cool because Sean, Sean, Sean and Undertaker tried and it failed. Don't and forget, Wrestle, don't that match was still but great. Remember, though. remember, WrestleMania twenty six was great. WrestleMania twenty five was way better. Remember though, you're right. But at the It'll end of the day, twenty seven. Hey, that match at Wrestle Kingdom, nobody won. Nobody won. Yeah, they did. No. No, no, no. No, Kenny went over. Kenny went over. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He retained his U.S. He re- title. He, he was he was Amer- yeah. Intercontinental title? Yeah, U.S. US, US, US title. Champ. He won it. Yeah. yeah. He went over. I thought it was like a false count anywhere. No, match or whatever, no, it wasn't. And nobody won. It was no, he went out. over. No, oh, he really? went over. Yeah. He went over. Oh, my bad. Uh, one back. wing and angel. So then, so then it's yeah. one for Kenny, which means Jericho's going to go over in this match. But okay. And then they're go, they're, they'll like, have a rubber match. I'm, I'm going to start calling like, Iron right, Man This match. pay-per-view all in AEW is going to be known as ROW, Rip-Off Wrestling. Because like, <laughs> wow. You, wow. You have taken the main event from New Japan from last year, you put it onto suck, your show. Dude. You're I'm taking a brother. Off now. You took a Sean. brother versus brother feud Sean, that just happened on Impact Wrestling, which was amazing. I Sammy Callahan versus Rich Wan. So you're kind of doing that copying there. Sean, you have a tag How, team. How, dude? They're not even. But one's black, one's white. I'm not Whoa. being racist, dude. They're did not you, brothers. Did you, did you follow the story? Of course I did. They're Bro, not they're brothers like family. Oh, okay, the yeah, storylines. We, we're, we're like family as well, Sam, but they're not. The, the, the feud. The, the, the feud. The storylines there. Oh my god, dude. The fe- we're gonna have it. Well, they've done it was brother, brother versus brother. brothers Hang always on. been in wrestling. Hang on, yeah, brother versus brothers. Hang on, and they Sam McCallum's yelling at me. I love you, bro. I'm doing this for your own good. What am I hearing from Cody and uh, Dustin? Oh, I love you, bro. I'm doing this for your own good. It's kind of like the same he's thing. Got a, he's got a point. You Owen, right. Hang on. A point. And, and Owen and Brett. It's a yeah. Jeff versus Matt. And then finally, your tag team main event. I just saw the 
Lucha Bros against LAX, and that you could do another tag team main event. So you're stealing from all other indie promos their best matches, putting onto your card. Hang, and these are going to be. Hang on. Let me put a be, pause. They're going to be five star. Hang, no, you can't because okay. they're going to be five star matches. But I want AEW to have an identity. The only match to me that has an identity for AEW is Hangman Page versus Pac. Okay, but they're listen, even bringing back the what, Battle Royal that whatever, was all in all in. Listen, whatever you just said is fine. That's that's great. I, I mean, watch I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna argue nothing. with you on that point. But at the end of the day, like you're saying th- these things, but you haven't even seen the product yet. You're saying you're saying, but you watch WWE every week, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Which is a recycled, regenerated bullshit. All every week we see the same shit over and over again, and you're okay with that? No, I'm not. Okay, but you watch it. Right. Okay. It's so wrestling. how are you gonna? You can't. You can't. I knock, don't call. You A-W- can't knock AEW right now. You haven't even seen it yet. I, I, okay. Sure. Maybe they have recycled all these matches. Big. Big deal. It's on their platform now. They. You have. They have recycled their matches. You're cr- probably right. But at the end of the day, they have the creative standpoint. They have the the pen and the paper to write the story. Now. If you watch Double or Nothing, the road to Double or Nothing, or being the elite every week, and every so do I. I believe, in my opinion, dude, it's the best storytelling that is happening in the world of wrestling today. I don't know how you can say that. I, see I so can. Many I plot just did. Holes, I was. Uh, are you kidding? And I'm just like a lost. That's because you're Jericho's feuding with everybody. Jericho's trying to separate the young bucks. That's not hot. Is that overexposure for Jer- Jericho? No, he's the biggest name in the company. He's which the goat. He's playing the goat. That's his. That's so, his job. So that means he's involved in every storyline. Why not? Why not? That's like having John Cena involved in every storyline back in WWE. That'd be horrible. That would've been horrible. I'm not saying it's good. I never, I never said it's good, but you have to wait. We have to. At the end of the day, you just said the best. You just said it's the best storytelling, but yeah, now you're just saying it's not good to have one guy feud with everybody on the roster. I never said. I did not say that. Rewind it. Yeah, rewind it if you want. I don't give a shit. I'm not saying it's bad. Matt, Matt wants to say something there. It's wrestling. He gives. He's giving AW. It's another option. Speak up, boy. AEW is another option. So, like, you can watch your WWE, you can watch your Impact, you can watch your New Japan, you can watch your Ring of Honor. Guess what? We got a new company. We got a fresh product. We got fresh wrestlers. We got something that hasn't been done before, and it's a new product. It's fresh. And uh, to those listening, that de- this debate is going to continue on another episode. Yes, yes it is. It we have to really, like, okay. I want to analyze and break it down to everything. I took it off to another tangent. No, no, you bad. know what? No, it's fine. You've struck a nerve at this point. <laughs> no, Edson, Edson's wanted to have an episode. Which is great. On, on the and, AEW debate. And so I really it, hope it is going to happen. I really right. hope he we need a my Jay here too. I, I wanted to make it an opinion piece because I want people to chime in comments when, after they hear it. Just let me, just, this is my opinion. Like, I, in the end of the day, listen, I don't want AEW to fail. Listen, I have... I want AEW to succeed. I would like them to succeed. When you tell me that this is going to be the hottest thing out there, so you set my expectations to be even higher than that. And when I see these little knickknacks, it just infuriates me because I want you to be what you said you're going to be. I agree. So and listen, not, I'm not disagreeing not, I'm not, with I'm not you. trying to hate on the company. I just want the company it, to do really well. Like when WWE screws up, I'm so angry because I want WWE to do well. And like when Impact and all these other promotions. In, in the end of the day, AEW does well. It's only it's only better for the sport of professional wrestling. I'm not going to say Absolutely. sports entertainment because we all know we, we lived through the Monday Night Wars. All of us. All of us yeah. were fans watching. I, I, I personally, at one point, was 
all on WCW and then commercials on WCW, I would swap over to Raw. And then I found myself doing the opposite, Raw, and then swapping over absolutely, to WCW. Absolutely. 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 Right? So this is only going to make it better because of the... I mean, dare I say the the TV deal that still hasn't got announced? Uh, that's that's crucial. It's that's coming. crucial for this. <laughs> that's crucial for. I think Steve just headbutt the mic there. <laughs> I just ate the mic. My Everybody's boy. giggling. Listen, I am not I'm not gonna I don't want to argue about it. And this is this anymore. is this is just a heated conversation so, we're having. We're not to, angry. To be continued. We have our yeah, own to be opinions. Continued. It's I'm definitely gonna, gonna be continued. I'm waving the white flag right now. I'm done for this. And there's uh, there's a. <laughs> You know, and we didn't even get to talk like you said the, the recycling Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Okay, you already I said got that. Steve to agree with and me. are you going to say progress. so? There, there, the the women's match as well as uh, Britt Baker versus That's Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. And is see? there someone else in that match? No, no, just triple, a, that's just a triple threat. threat. So, are you so say, you're saying they're recycling that from all no, in no, as well? No, that's oh, okay. what did I just say. Oh. Hangman and T- Pac is yeah. AEW. That's yeah. their identity. Yeah. That's their match. That's theirs. Right. So, so is this women's match. Okay. And I want to have. That's what I'm trying to get at. I want AEW to have its identity, especially when you're starting off young, off the how off off the ground. You want to establish your identity. What I'm is not, AEW about? And and he's completely right. Yeah, uh, absolutely. This this women's match is definitely an AEW identity match because one of the competitors being transgendered. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. So this this is this to your point, Edson, is probably stronger than Hangman. I, I agree. I, I, I agree. agree with like, and that's all and, I want to uh, see. Pop, I want to see AEW original because I felt like when you tuned into WCW back in the Monday Night Wars, I tuned in for the cruiserweight division and the tag team division because that was WCW's identity plus the NWO. Right, and I just want that for AEW instead of grabbing matches that were hot here, 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 and throwing them on our show. And I know Edson said the the battle royal was recycled, but I think this over the budget. I'm I'm putting the over the budget in quotation marks because I believe that the budget probably doesn't exist now. No, absolutely uh, not. Absolutely not. But it's a work. The way. Cody is booking this uh, is similar to the other one. He's grabbing indie talents, and this is this is another. For me, this is an identity match as well because it's giving it's giving the opportunity, just like which, that Sunny Days guy, yeah, which yeah. pisses right. me off. Why it's now on the pre-show? Is it on the pre-show? They announced they the, oh. see the last double or nothing. They signed another guy. Uh, I forget his name. The the young bucks said, "Yeah, we'll get you in the pre-show over the budget battle royal." And I I stopped. I paused. I played it back, and I lost my shit. Yeah. Here's something that's your staple, your identity. Now you're turning the over the budget Battle Royal to a pre show. I mean, it's a hell of a pre show, though, at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, but. That's your defense? <laughs> it's my defense. I, I wouldn't mind it. Royal, I don't mind though. it as it's no. a Battle Royal, man. It's an open But that was their regardless. identities. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Only if this pre show is done just like All In and it's on a, on a cable network. Uh, so more eyes are on. That'd be hell. Of, that'd be hell of, a, hell of a thing. They put it on yeah. TBS or some shit. Yeah, man. I mean cool. that w- that would be great. Yeah, um, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, in my opinion, dude, we 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 are bantering, we are talking, we are yelling, we are arguing about something that hasn't even happened yet. So <laughs> that's the point. Before we start throwing fists and headbutts, I'm just joking. I would never do that. Before I go through this table, exactly. No, I would never do that. Wait, maybe you. Have, uh, wait, is that on my? Hold on. Let me just check my itinerary. That's the next page. Oh, there oh, it is. Sorry, no, it's not there. Uh, just kidding. Um, before, like, I, all I got, all I gotta say is. I hear your I hear your grievement, okay. I'm not I'm not gonna argue with you about it anymore. But can we just do us all a favor? Let's just wait to May 25th. After May 25th, that following Wednesday, hopefully we have time. 
then we can shoot the breeze about what was good and what was bad and why they did it and why they should have done it and why they didn't do it. And then it would make it all legit legitimately. If you if you argue something that you just did, I'm not going to argue with you because I watched the product and I'm going to have to say, Edson, you were right. Just like I'll have to say, yo, Steve, you were right. Exactly. Exactly. Can we can we can we call a spade a spade on that we point? Can call us, are you guys gonna hug and, and kiss it I out? Gonna, I think I'm gonna give him a hug and kiss. <laughs> hug uh, it out, Matt. You wanted to say something a second ago, buddy? Mom no. Uh, I mean, I, we've touched base on everything I wanted to for this show. Uh, I'm not sure how long we ran, but uh, if if it was a little too long, I highly apologize. I just want to back to the uh, the destiny thing just real quick. Um, they did uh, announce that Gangrel versus Channing Decker is a street fight. And uh, Channing in the hardcore element is um, he's, he's just at home. Yeah, he's at home, and and it's always a pleasure to watch. Can we dub Channing Tatum like the last hardcore wrestler? Like that should be his gimmick. I what, like the last real hardcore. I commented on like uh, I commented on something because uh, Tommy Dreamer put him over on his that. podcast, said that he had the match in uh, at Destiny in Sarnia, Sarnia, and then I wrote, "Wow, the uh, the evolution of violence." Getting a rub from the innovator of violence, and he's like, "Yeah, I think you might have coined the new moniker." That was awesome. Every every little thing that we try to mention, it, like I, I talk to Channing all the time, and I comment on his stuff, and he's like, "Dude, that's a new shirt. Dude, that's a great idea. Dude, that's amazing. Dude, that. Dude, this. Yeah, what's up, man?" And uh, I think it's funny how if you follow Channing Decker on uh, Instagram. His uh, stories, he's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like all like all I'm going to slay a yeah, yeah all memes like he, he's going to slay a vampire. He's very so cryptic in, yeah, in, in what he posts yeah. and what he does in the ring for the next shows. Because I remember the tag match he gave that Sabu yeah. post. Yeah, he yeah, says yeah, post. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden I see a whole influx of BWO shirts and and all this stuff. And what did I tell you, Steve? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be it's going to be meanie. He That's did. He, he, he on the before ECW he crowd. even said before he even said meanie. Uh, before Channing even announced Blue Meanie being at the show, Sean's uh, messaging me. He goes, "Man, remember that dance in the ring he was doing?" He's like, "Well, I bet you the Meanie's gonna be there." And then after that conversation, John's like, or Sean's like, "I can't effing believe I'm gonna miss this show because I got a wedding in Dominican Republic." I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm fucking excited. There's another. There's another I'm, like, I'm excited I for it. But Absolutely. Man, Hopefully, we, the DVD comes out and you can buy the, the DVD. Can you watch it online? I'll be watching it on Facebook. Me and Jay will be watching on Facebook. We'll, we'll be hacking a cigar for you guys. Absolutely. It's gonna. It's gonna. I'll a be real there. One. <laughs> I'll be there for sure in, in present. Uh, but. Uh, uh, for that, guys, we're going to call it a night here. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, I appreciate everybody that who has liked, follow, and shared Stogie Mania. Sean, where can they find us at, buddy? Uh, on Facebook, we are the uh, Stogie Mania Wrestling Podcast. Uh, give us a like. We will be doing some live streams eventually on there, and they'll probably be very uh, uncensored, more F-bombs, and more back and forth like we heard. Uh, we're on you Twitter. Might. Matt just took over the Twitter at Stogie Mania. Uh, we are on Insta. We're all posting on, on our Insta at Stogie Mania as well. And then yeah, uh, <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, there's no better way than buying a shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees. We have three designs up there. We have the Stogie Mania podcast logo. We got the Stogie Mania logo the original logo which is a, a spin off the wrestlemania logo and then we got the uh i'm a cigar guy mm. which is in the ecw font so yeah definitely and pick that's one all up. that's all and more shirts to come yes that's that's all the creative side of the creator sean lopes just got to give mm. uh we're um 
He's the Paul Heyman of the group. He's, he's the he's the guy. He does. We are all, so lucky. That's all his brainchild, here, man. I, he does I, all that artwork. I pretty much have his hairline. <laughs> <laughs> you fired. need to grow that rat's tail. Shots fired. Yeah, do the. You gotta, you gotta wear the hat. Yeah, well, Kelly, like and bring that? up that. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> bring the cell phone back. Uh, Sean, you forgot to mention. Also, we do shoot our vlogs when we do go to these live events. Um, we we are also on YouTube, uh, Stogie Mania. If you just look it up, we have uh, ep- five episodes on there right now. Yep. Right? Yep. And a few of them are three parts. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we have a few part episodes, but uh, five of them are on there. A couple of Greek towns, a couple of Destiny shows, and uh, the last one was uh, Chops Weber's uh, uh, road trip to. Uh, it was a whole weekend of wrestling. So if you guys want to tune into that, give us a like or uh, uh, subscribe as well. It would be great. I uh, just want to say thanks, Sean, for hosting us here again yeah, tonight. Buddy, thanks for inviting us into your home. Great times, great times. And uh, we uh, we got a trifecta, so uh, we do uh, great wrestling great cigars and great company i don't think i said that in the right order but it's okay it's a trifecta it's a trifecta trifecta. doesn't matter what order good night guys god bless thank you Peace. peace